Blog Talk Radio. You're at ACO Radio, American Communications Online, or any affiliated stations or websites are not responsible for what guests, hosts, or call-ins may say. All programming is intended for informational and entertainment purposes only. Hello, world. This is TJ Morris, and you're listening to TJ Morris CT Radio with American Communications Online. And today we are introducing our Ascension Spiritual Tranquility with Richard T. Knight, our pastor of our Georgia uh, area in the United States of America. And we welcome all you folks out there spinning around smartly on the planet in this world and in this uh, galaxy, Milky Way galaxy and the big universe among many universes. We have expanded as of 2021, and we welcome everyone that believes like we do, that we are immortal souls, and we come and go, and we are all about the worlds and the UFO and the ACO and UAV and all of that. That gives us a little edge uh, on where we are in the universe with a lot of different groups, and we're going to share spirituality today. And I uh, didn't get it up soon enough for everybody, but that's okay because we're going to do something different today and introduce Richard T. Knight. Uh, Some of you may have heard him uh, prior with me on a couple of shows, but uh, this is an introduction of things that he may be able to share with us about ascension, spirituality, and tranquility. And uh, if I spelled that right, it looks it looks right. I've got ascension spiritual tranquility. So I guess we're going to create that together. And I will put this out to Facebook and uh, Twitter and uh, all those places that you know I do my ACO Club spirituality. And actually, Richard is a volunteer in a nonprofit for all of us, an incorporated association, has agreed to uh, help us organize all our groups and people out there. So I guess uh, if you can, look him up, and we will hopefully uh, be having a two-hour show on Sundays again. We've been doing this since 2012, so I'm going to have to make sure. Oh, goodness, I've got to change this. Uh, I'm just doing a little from 50 minutes to two hours. I didn't catch that. But let me get Richard on here, and uh, we'll see what Richard has to offer. Uh, He's uh, known me about three years, I think, on LinkedIn. But Richard T. Knight, how are you today? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you fine, TJ, or whatever (laughs) synonym you would like me to use in addressing you since you have 15 different names. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Which is good. The more handles you have, the more handles you have, the more galaxies you can operate in, as they say. I guess. Anyway, but uh, yeah, born Teresa Jeanette Thurman for all those of you keeping up in the human form, and we're working together in a lot of videos we've got out there. I hope you can tune into them. Uh, Teresa J. Morris, TJ Morris, CT Radio. We've got a psychic network, and we're just going to help us in uh, our spirituality and our metaphysical field, and a lot of our. various groups, so we're going to have to create this together, folks, with Richard and get other people on, but tonight I've got mystics, oracles, psychics, sages, seers. I've got introducing Richard T. Knight. Okay, Richard, so 
Uh, you've had a large uh, uh, repertoire, uh, resume. You have a huge resume, but for the sake of today's show and getting us started, let's uh, let's work on what we can create together for 2021. We've gone through a lot, but we, everyone seems to want to put all that in the past, even though we've got Mother Nature talking to us quite strongly. But uh, where would you like to start? I'll let you just start talking about spirituality and tranquility. You had something in mind when you told me those words and uh, how we can move forward together with my ministry and yours. So uh, can we both agree we're both empaths? Let's start there. Definitely. You think you're an empath? Definitely. Most assuredly so. I've had some very scary and very enlightening incidents with empathy. pulling people out of the dark night of the soul, as it's phrased, and basically taking the whole of their burden and the whole of their pain into myself, and then, of course, transmuting it into light and love, and then in turn, sending it back brought about a miraculous change in their being, because naturally, we are all multidimensional, immortal, divine beings of pure energy consciousness. And so that's the basis of our foundation, and that's the basis of our spirituality. So if you go back to the very, very beginning of creation itself, these are, in fact, the divine perfected beings that we were created as initially, long before we ever decide to come here to the earth plane or any other galaxy or any other planet or any other cosmos, etc., etc., etc. So therefore, it's crucial to understand that you are a divine spiritual being having a human experience and not a human being attempting to find your spirituality. That's the crucial point and forepoint to the whole, the whole, you know, succinct thing. Well, let's discuss some of these things because a lot of people feel like they've been good. They don't understand why bad things happen to good people, including my children in their uh, late 40s, early 50s, going through menopause. So it's very hard for them as women. But they're also struggling because as much as uh, – our world uh, dualistic society, I know as we get above as ascension masters, those that have come and gone and those that have lived before, they've found their past lives and are moving forward to be here now. You know, there's uh, those of the empaths and those of the mystics that know that there's many levels of the soul. And the ascension spiritual tranquility can be about knowing that we all are passing. We Most everyone knows about life and death on the planet, and we have a lot of our friends that discuss near-death experiences and life after life and living after we've passed, and I've passed several times, and I know you have at least a couple of times as well, maybe a few, but the Ascension Spiritual Tranquility, AST, uh, many people talk about ascension, but they don't really understand what it is. And right now in 2021, you'll hear a lot of people talking about level five or the fifth dimension or even ascension masters coming to help pull everyone from under, you know, the Gartha or, or Shambhala or under where all the crystal uh, caverns are. And some people uh, in Mexico have seen them and they're very, very hot. But there's uh, the caves, those that people live under, ascending. But those around the world hanging on, I guess, with our toenails, hanging on out here in space with gravity, we're all ascending together with this planet. So uh, have you heard about them talking about Mother Earth ascending the entire universe or the entire planet 
Have you well, heard certainly. about that? Um, yes, How because you, you see, as, as a race of beings, all right, speaking of mankind in general, all right, we have what you would call an over oversoul or an over-consciousness that basically all of us gravitate towards and, in fact, contributes to our experiences on a day-to-day basis. Uh, the, the overall consciousness itself, of course, is in agreement with Gaia, which is Mother Earth, because, you see, Mother Earth has decided that she's going to transit third dimension, which is our 3D reality of everyday life, to the fifth dimension. And the reason being is she wants to recreate herself back to the Garden of Eden, you could say, as a matter of fact. And, of course, this has all been foretold with the, age of, the dawning of the age of Aquarius, where all the stars align, and basically the planetary energies are basically refocused, realigned to a much higher vibration, and therefore it is transiting in a timeline that is parallel to the timeline that we're experiencing now. And, of course, there is always a choice to be made. You see, each, each given individual has a choice to decide whether they wish to remain in the third dimensional world or if they want to transit on to the fifth dimensional world. This is part of the ascension process. The ascension process itself is an internal process, all right? It's internal work. It's deciding to set yourself free from everything that is holding you back or holding you down in any way, shape, or form in the life that you presently experience because you become a very positive-centered being. So in other words, rather than allowing all of this negativity that's bombarding you to actually create reactions in you. Instead, you step aside and you let the bombardment go past you and you say to yourself, okay, I understand why I'm being shown all this negativity. So what is the lesson the the negativity has to teach? So therefore, by looking at it from that perspective, you're not negatively affected either mentally, emotionally, or physically by all that is negative that is coming at you. And therefore, in turn, you turn inward and you find by arising with your higher self or your divine self or any other platitude of words you might want to choose to use, basically it is your over self or your higher self and the connection between your physical self and your spiritualness or your spiritual being, okay? I don't like using the word soul. I see this, the word soul as being nothing more than the personality of the spirit, just as the ego is the personality of the human being. Um, but, there, you know, this is semantics and metaphysics and all this kind of good stuff. And it's all good. I mean, it's, it's neither derogatory nor negative of any kind. It's just a matter of identifying what you choose a word specifically to mean. Well, naturally, as a spiritual being, I identify spirit as being my core self. And therefore, the soul, which I interact with daily on a physical level, mental level, and emotional level with others is the spirit is my spirit's personality, okay? And that's the way I relate to it. Now, of course, you know, the, the word soul has been around since the 60s. So we're talking about, you know, 60 years or more, all right? And people identify with the word soul as meaning your spiritual essence. And I'm fine with that. If that's, if that's the way what we used to use terminology, that's fine with me. I don't have a problem with it. Um, but the thing of it is, it's an inner journey, okay? Ascension is not an outward journey. It's an inner journey. And basically what it is is a coming to terms with all that you are. It's a waking up process. It's re- remembering that, in fact, you are a spiritual being and not purely a human being, okay? That your spirit, in fact, is in, is in full control and always has been in full control of your human self. And so from that perspective, 
that changes your whole outlook and perception on life itself because now you have the inner peace of having been and always shall be a spiritual being that is at peace and at one with all that is rather than purely a human being trying to struggle to get by. So if you put a dominant precipice of positivity into your reality, what happens is your whole reality begins to shift and change because by having a positive mindset, okay, and this is, this is nothing more than affirmations you can say to yourself, like I am that I am. Nothing on earth bothers me. Nothing on earth controls me. Nothing on earth in any way harms me. Nothing on earth can in turn take or drag me down in any way. Okay? That's just an example of a positive outlook of saying, hey, I'm me. I'm a divine spiritual entity that was created by God or the source of all or, again, whatever terminology you like to use in regarding the identification of deity that you're familiar with. Again, it's all good because it all, in essence, is putting out the perception and the reception of the same exact thought form. In other words, I look upon God or the source of all as being a creative being of pure love, unconditional love, love that human beings themselves very seldom if ever actually experience because what we see as love is an emotional state of being that we share together when we choose to have a life or a relationship with another given human being. Okay, Unconditional love means that you come from a standpoint of loving everyone regardless of where they are or who they are or what they're about or what they're experiencing because the unconditional love gives you the ability through empathy to understand fully what another person might be experiencing. Well, what do you say about the word tranquility? Uh, that was one of your keywords today, tranquility. Sure. Tranquility is a state of being where one is completely at peace. One is absolutely tranquil. They cannot be disturbed by anything, anywhere, anyhow, anyway. They are absolutely at peace with themselves, and therefore they reside within what you would call an atmosphere of tranquility. It is a state of peace. It is a state of utter joy. It is a state of acceptance. It is a state of allowing all that you are to come into your physical, emotional, and mental selves and rule your physical, mental, and emotional selves from the aspect as a spirit. And when this is allowed, your physical, mental, emotional selves are surrendering to the spiritual being that you actually are, and this creates in turn tranquility. I think most people understand tranquil. I don't know that what year we took it. Tranquil, T-R-A-N-Q-U-I-L, but we help people to understand the words that we use. And, uh, you know, we're talking about spirituality and tranquility today and the way we can help others in our natural environment with Mother Nature and, you know, we've gone through a lot here, and it seems to be getting a little tougher with, you know, we've got Texas frozen and doing without power and water and things like that. If it's not hurricanes in Florida here where I'm at or Georgia tornadoes, and, you know, we've got Mother Nature doing a lot of things. But, folks, this is nature, and that is normal. And to be tranquil is something we really have to work psychologically towards. Uh, it's spelled T R A N 
Q U. It's a weird thing. Tranquility. Uh, U I. It says with two L's, but it also shows one L and uh, the religious writings of Buddhism. Tranquility and uh, the enjoyment, health, and it's exactly what he said: being calm, serene, worry-free. And that's very hard when we're going through. Uh, a lot of ups and downs in the world with uh, anxiety and depression, but based on how we're empathic, which we started the show with, is being an empath. And so if any of you out there want to uh, share who you are and join us, uh, we've already got a couple of people here, Richard. Uh, but we're going to talk today, folks, and have a roundtable with Richard T. Knight giving us Ascension, spiritual, and tranquility, and what does it mean to you? And uh, how are somebody said, oops, they want a reading. <laughs> I can tell the ones that want readings because they uh, fall off. But let's see what 959 has to say. Hi, 959. You're live and on the air with Teresa, TJ, and Richard T. Knight today. How are you today? Hi, how are you guys doing? <laughs> Good. Who, yeah, who are we're you? doing Where fine. Are you calling from? I'm calling from Connecticut. In Connecticut. Okay. I don't and how are conditions there? Yeah, what's Sorry, the weather like? <laughs> how are your conditions? I mean, are you you have a bunch of snow or sleet or ice or any uh, of those drastic things? I feel like. Yeah, we have a lot of snow this year, um, a lot more than last year. Last year was unusually quiet. Um, I guess you could call it a, you know, snow drought. Uh, this year is like just consistent snow and and really cold. <laughs> okay. So what's your first name? My first name is Stacey. Oh, you have called before, haven't you? You've got a different name, Stacey, right? Yeah, I I don't remember, but I know it was a long. It could have been a long time ago. Like I should kind of start looking through Pow Talk. I mean, I've lost talk. Um, probably like a year later now. <laughs> well, yeah. spell your name for me if you don't mind. That way, I have a it's full like, understanding of what it is you're pronouncing. It's like Stacy, but it's, yeah. Okay. C I L, but no, why? It's just the I L, so it has the soul. Like so okay. on the end of it. Yeah, so it's ah, interesting. Yeah. A most unusual name for sure. Yeah, my grandfather, um I never met my grandfather. My grandfather has passed away like two months uh before I was born. Um he's the one that um asked that I was named that. Um I don't know where he came up with that name. I just know that he spoke like maybe like twelve different languages. <laughs> Okay. So I'm assuming that he somehow just figured that name. I, I've always had, like, even teachers. They're like, I had so many students over the years, and they're like, I never heard that name. <laughs> <laughs> so so another do you have a question for us, or do you want to share with us your state of being, or exactly what? how can we help you by calling? Um. I mean, I don't know if you guys are doing readings or, I mean, I'm not sure because I just, you know, I just randomly just popped in without even listening to the whole show. Um, I, you know, I just, you know, just 
wondering about something that's been coming up that I've been waiting for eight years. Because um, I had a called um, a few days ago. They're saying, well, you know, there might be a unit ready for me to move in, but, you know, there's it's like a waiting list. And um, But the thing is, I'm, on, I'm number two. Uh, but the, the person in front of me is not responding. Um, they've been sending out notifications for like two weeks, and this one person is not responding. And I'm just like hoping that I can finally move um, out of the place that I feel very like, like it just feels very toxic to me. Um, I never hated a place where I live. Like I just never hated. <laughs> um, I know this area does have a lot of negativity, like another negative energy because it has a really bad history in this complex over the last three decades. Um, I just don't like it. I feel like this place is like cursed or something. <laughs> oh. Well, you need wow. to be in a Yeah, there's a been a lot space. of deaths here. Um, I think the, the worst one that happened um it, it's mostly like early 2000 the 90s and the 80s but I, I think the worst one um was this lady i guess this lady got upset with her boyfriend she she burned him alive you know things like that uh early last year there was a drive-by shooting i just don't like it here i just like even though the neighbors i have issue with i just don't like it here i'm just dying to get well, out you of here. <laughs> You know how to keep a good light around yourself, right? In yourself, your apartment. You know how to do all of that, right? And, and expand your your consciousness to protect yourself with your higher self. We we do that white light uh, bubble. Do you know what I'm talking about? You spread your from inside your inner self. And also, okay. I would suggest you clean clean your apartment and you know put a little sage by the front door. That always helps. You can smudge it yourself. Do you know all these little rituals that we use to help ourselves? Yeah. I have faith in the house. Uh, my partner has felt like there was some present in the house. I don't know if I didn't have because they, I don't know. Like, I know something did happen here. Like, for example, like, there's, I don't know why they never remove it. I didn't notice till the next day when after getting a tour of this house, like I have a metal door in my kitchen door, and it and it still has like uh like two bullet holes. Um, I don't know if somebody died there. I I don't know. Um, no, because I I don't I don't want it's haunted, but there's something, you know. Um, well, I, well, it sounds I like you definitely need. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, Richard. Tell him about candles. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, go ahead and put some green tape over those two bullet holes for healing. You can have this heavy green yeah. tape, like uh, our, uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's like a masking tape. But you need to make sure those, but you need to bless them. Do you have a, uh, are you a mystic or a, a oracle or a psychic sage seer, shaman, anything, pastor? You have any religious ties in your uh, identifier? Uh-huh. How you identify yourself? Well, my partner does. Me, I'm just, I'm not as active like I was. Like, I try to deal with, like, saints. Um, I guess because I was raised Catholic. So, 
Oh, okay. Um, well, that tells me a lot. Then you know how rituals are done. Okay. Uh, what you need to do is get you a candle. I need you to. I need you to uh, do these things while you're there until you get your calling to move, which you said be at least over two weeks. So uh, you've got the rest of February, right? So uh, yeah. you need to go ahead and get get you a candle. Richard can tell you. I don't know white or yellow, but uh, you need to get a. a a candle, but you really need to do a few rituals just for a couple of weeks to make yourself feel better and expand your yeah. consciousness. But that's that's why we're here too. Is you know we we're uh, pastors of Universal Life, which we've got out of Modesto, California. But we're also mystics and uh, ascension masters, and you know it, rituals don't hurt. I don't think people should. You said Catholic, yeah. so I know you understand what I'm saying. So yeah. you can use yeah. um, the Father, Son, Holy Spirit for you and Mother. Uh, right. I use Mother a lot because of uh, spiritual pulling me into this dimension. When I I'm a time traveler, so I travel a lot. And this yeah. last battle I was out in, it was really tough. It was like a a video game. So I came back very wounded, but Mother grabbed me. So if I was you, knowing that you've had that space used for that type of uh, physical reality in this reality, which should be a healing place, a learning place, even though a lot of people call it the prison planet, but for you, cover those with some <laughs> I green, feel like a prison. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, it, let me let trans- me give you a let me give you a quick solution to the situation, okay? Uh, All right. Yeah. I, I, I would like you to get a white, a red, and a pink candle. All right. Now these can only be ta- these can be tapers. Can, the candle size is irrelevant. It's the color that matters. Okay. If they happen to be tea lights, they'll work. All right. The white candle, of course, is the blessing of the source of all. All right. That is the blessing of love, pure, unconditional, divine love. The red candle basically is a work of energy in action. In other words, you know, you're, you're taking everything and anything that co- could possibly be angry in that circumstance or in your home or in, even in your life, period, and you're burning a red candle to show that you recognize that there is anger or dissent or, uh, you know, un- unaddressed situations that maybe grief is needed and so on and so forth, and you're saying, I dispel them from my presence. I dispel them from where I live in, Okay. And I compensate them with love and white light. And therefore, as a spiritual being, I push out any and all negativity from my house. All right? Then you take a smudge bundle, which is usually, it can be sage, it can be cedar, it can be white sage, it can be all kinds of different earth bushes, you know what I'm saying, that are basically Native American in origin. And you take one and you burn it. And as you burn it, you go around all the windows, all right? And you go around all the doorways and you go around each and every space and each and every direction in each and every room in where it is that you reside. And you say, as I smudge, I cast out anything and everything that is evil or dark. You cannot reside here for I am a being of light and I send you now back to where you came from. And it's as simple as that. Okay. That will help. And yeah, yourself, that will definitely help. In this time, in 2021, uh, we're going to be talking a lot more about rituals and peace and serenity and how we can help ourselves. And rituals are a part on Sundays, especially to reset and get yourself feeling better about yourself and your uh, 
my reality, you know, where you are and where you're located. And you said you're looking to move, but in the meantime, you've already discussed things that I could tell could make you a little anxious. So that's a, that's a good idea to use those, uh, the smudge and what Richard told you about your place now. And then uh, just make it so. Uh, Richard, what, uh, what kind of candle can he use for making it so that he's going to move? Because gold. Uh, the green, oh, gold. gold. That would be his gold. prosperity. Gold, yes, that if represents prosperity. That moves, that moves you forward into a better place. And, and, and it is a, a divine protection of Mother and Father God and also St. Michael. And you can also use a blue candle as well if you want serenity. So the blue candle introduces you to serenity to make you tranquil while you await this positive change. And the gold candle makes it happen and transpire in your immediate future. Oh, okay. <clears throat> the reason we use fire as candles is it interacts with our energy, but you're going to be manifesting and transforming all that energy that's there. It's called transformational energy, and you'll be channeling yeah. uh, good things into the candles as well. So you want to, you know, okay. there's things you want to leave and things you want to come in. So that's just a, a ritual that will really help, and spirit really pays attention to that. <laughs> because okay. you're, oh yes, spirits love candle you're flames. Physical reality. Spirits so, love candle flames. Boy, they love they love for candles to be burnt because it transits the power of fire and it transits the power of spirit, both in the same place at the same time. That's why they love uh, candles. How about a orange candle? Is that okay for um, change and move? Well, orange candle, that would represent your mentality because orange is a mental color, okay? And again, it's okay. a color of action. So, yes, it's a color of change. So by projecting okay. into the orange, the orange candle that you want to move, that is presenting a thought upon the candle. And as the candle burns, then, of course, once it is gone, the actuality of the transition that you wanted it to make happens. You see, when you burn candles, you always burn them all the way out. Unless, yeah. of course, circumstances prevent you from doing so. Okay. And let's uh, after February, but by March, if if that that should work out for you, you're just going to have to be very uh, sure that that's what you want. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think, you know. Call me crazy, maybe not. I I don't know if any, anybody's judgmental, but I every now and then I'll just drive over there and be like, I look around and I'm just like looking, you know, going through the the neighborhood. I'm like, you know, I see myself being there. I've been seeing myself being there eight years ago. Um, Good. That's <laughs> a bit of a, a bit of a time consuming, but I've been looking at the place. <laughs> No, and so I, I almost that's how I got my I almost, places. You project where is, you want to be and the next thing you know you're there. Yeah, and but you know, it's funny because um I almost gave up on it um a few weeks ago, um, because I had a I had uh applied for another place back in July or June and they had called me up saying, Oh, well the waiting list will is up but and I fill out application, I did all that and 
you know, they kind of stop from even continue, which I'm I'm still going to send out a, a, a hearing request anyway. I mean, it, I mean, I, I just keep my options open, um, but, you know, they reject because of my credit, uh, my credit score. So the other one, um, it's the same landlord as here. They they know who I am, so they know. So I, I shouldn't have much of an issue. I mean, they will look at my credit, um, but they don't look at credit score. They just want to make sure that even though I never got evicted or I don't have collections from utility companies, so I should be fine. <laughs> well, but, not uh, only that, you have your tenancy. So they have the record, you know, that you've been on their property in one of their apartments or houses or whatever. And as yeah. long as you've been there, there's never been any problems. So that should kind right. of grease the road, you see, and it's saying, because you're only right. transiting from one property that's owned for them, owned by them to another piece of property that's owned by them. Yeah. So should go like yeah. glass, you know what I'm saying? Just burn your candles yep. and smudge your place and just be as positive as you can be. And like you said, you've already seen yourself living there, so there's not a whole lot more you need to do. Yeah, I didn't really want to do the candle, um, like let's say today. Well, I don't know about today, but because um, I'm always hearing, oh, you shouldn't do that during Mercury retrograde, and and I've been, uh, kind of been waiting around for the retrograde. <laughs> don't pay any mind to that, okay? Okay. Then, I, and then all right, yeah. So because I'm again, you see, anything you accept, anything you accept that is negative into your reality. You're placing a bond or a hardship or a limitation upon yourself. Okay. So if you don't place anything negative as a hardship upon yourself or a condition that would present a negative outcome, then, of course, you don't have any negative outcomes. You see what I'm saying? And that's why I say just disregard uh, Mercury retrograde because, yes, it's going to mess with communications, but that's all it can do is just mess with communications. Big deal. No big deal. I mean, you know? Right. Yeah. Okay. It's a transition that happens on a planetary basis, and I mean, there are thousands of other counteractions, and that's why I say don't pay it no mind. Okay. <laughs> well, say some good well, luck on your two weeks, and hopefully we helped you, huh? Yeah. yeah. So one last question. Feel better. You say you're located in Modesto, um, California? No, we're in, that's we're where in, our... I'm in Gulf Breeze. That's, and I'm in Valdosta, uh, Georgia, so that's where our ministry yeah. orig- originates is because we're ministers of Universal Life Church, and their foundation is man- in Modesto, California. Oh, uh, okay. Because I think I, on my my dad's side, you know, they have a large Assyrian um, community there because I, I always hear that I have family there, uh, Modesto and Turlock, California. <laughs> I'm like, wait, you guys are from oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. But I never actually, I'm from, here, actually I'm from know. Santa Monica, so I'm I'm an I'm a California native originally. But I've lived oh, all okay. up and down the state and I'm very familiar with where Modesto and Turlock and the rest of it is. I'm very familiar with yeah. all that area. Because Santa Monica is oh. on the outskirts of Los Angeles. And Los Angeles, as you know, is the biggest county in California. So yeah. anyway. Um, All right. Well, thank you so much. I definitely will try, um, you know, try to do some cleaning the house. Try to yeah. manifest. Work your magic. Know, help, like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, magic is huh. a key. All right. Well, All come right. back and see us. Let me take this next call. Thank you, Cecil. Let's see. You're three, welcome. two, thank three. You. Hi. You're live and on yeah, the yeah. air with Richard and TJ. 
Is this Nathaniel? Uh, no, this is David. Hello? Hi, David. Hi, David. I'm sorry. Uh, nice to meet you. This is TJ and Richard. Uh, you have a question. Are you joining us? Did you want to talk about uh, anything particular? Well, I, um, I'm actually in, you were just talking about California. I'm in Palm Springs, California, where it's 75 and sunny. So life, so that's good. Um, oh. I'm actually, I'm actually feeling very um, cut off spiritually. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. That's not good. Well, let's and I'm, a big, I'm a big boy. And I'm an old soul and I can take it, but I just kind of am questioning what I'm doing. I've, I've had enough sex. I've had enough wine. I have enough money. There's, there, you know, there's nothing else I want to go out and accomplish or achieve or get for myself. And I meditate for hours a day and, and, and I do, you know, my affirmations and I, and I use my sage and Palo Santo and I, I, I do everything the right way, and I'm just kind of sitting here by myself in my big, huge estate property, disconnected from life. Okay. Well, can we each take a turn talking to you? We'll have I'm to sorry? take turns, Richard. <laughs> yeah, Richard, by all means. This is the first time Richard and I have worked together, so uh, well, okay. We'll we'll take turns talking to you, but what? Uh, uh, Let's get you established with the Ascension Center here that Richard and I are doing and welcome you into a uh, support group, if you don't mind. I've been here for since 2012. And Richard, this is his first time, so this is good that Richard's here, isn't it, Richard? I mean, I feel like you should know Richard. And Richard, uh, make sure that uh, we get their names and phone numbers, and then I'll usually start and then ask Richard to help. But since Richard was already on here when you called, I snapped the button on him. Uh, Richard, do you want to go first and talk first? Oh, sure. uh, Sure. Okay. Not a problem. I'll mute. All right. Go ahead. Um, David, I feel that you've trapped your own energy, okay? And that's what's giving you your cutoff feeling from the universe or life or anything else, all right? When a person traps their own energy, it means that they have internal issues or emotional states of being that they need to examine and work through. And that as soon as you um, work through these emotional states of being, then in turn you will become free and you will be f- feel connected again. So I don't know um, if you've been traumatized or if you feel that you were wronged in some way. Whatever it is that is uh, emotionally upon your heart is what's making you feel alone and cut off. So you said you already meditate and you already sage and you already smudge and all that good stuff. So you have all of that going on. And yet you're, uh, are you actually physically alone in the home where you're at or? I am. Yeah. Okay. Are you, are you looking to draw someone into your reality that would in turn create an interplay with another person? Um, not necessarily. I'm not, I'm not yearning for anyone now. Oh, okay. All right. Have you been traumatized recently, or have you ever, ever experienced, in the say, in the last couple of years, an emotional upheaval of some kind? No, not at all. It's, it's been it's been quite the reverse. I mean, my my, I, I led a huge life. I was I was on Broadway in my twenties and made tons of money, and I did coke with Liza Minnelli, and I dated Mia Farrow, and I I led a wow. huge life, and 
went to Hollywood and was hugely successful. And I came out, you know, and I bought my house and my whole life just disappeared. And it's not from trauma. It just, it all just, it just all went away. So like since COVID happened, literally not one person has called me like for a year, except my gardener and my pool guy. So it's like everything just stopped and like everyone departed my life. Like the guy who'd been cutting my hair for five years disappeared. My dentist disappeared. And I I know that weird things are happening because of COVID and I'm not really kind of attached to that because I'm not out in the world and I don't have to work or deal with all of that. But it's my whole life has just disappeared and it's not from trauma. I'm just, you know, I'm fine. It's just, and I'm, I'm fine. I'm not whining. I mean, listen, I have a beautiful house. I eat my organic food. I have my, you know, my food delivered from Whole Foods. I mean, 99.99% of the people would kick me in the head for complaining about anything. And I get it. But the point is, I I don't know. There's no point. I mean, you know, it's been years now. I mean, I'm just like completely disconnected. Well, are you on social media of any kind, like Facebook or, or any I, of that? I've never, I've never been on Facebook. Not okay. once. All right. Would you like, I mean, that's an outlet of reaching out to oh, other God, people yeah, in the no, yeah. network. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I was aware of it when it was starting, and it was, I, you know, I was asked to be a part of it, and I, I always had a bad sense about it. And, you know, if that's what created Trump and QAnon, I have no interest in it. (laughs) Oh, I know. Okay. Well, be sure and give us your number, you know, um, in private or whatever, so that we can reach out to you one-on-one, you know what I'm saying? Or or, or you can get my number from TJ. She's welcome to share it with you. Uh, We can do emails and we can do phone calls and so on and so forth. Because it sounds like – I don't know how to put this, really. It's kind of a lack, a, lack, a lack of words. Other than the fact that it was like when you moved into the house that you're at, you kind of shut the door on the life that you once had. And I don't know specifically why a person would do this unless they were going to go like on a sabbatical or something, you know what I'm saying, for a year or two. And I don't see you doing that deliberately by any means. Um, so I don't I don't know. There's, there's um, some kind of higher calling going on maybe i mean that's that's the only thing i can reach out towards because i mean like you said you have everything that you need in physical life and you've already done everything in life that you wanted to do as far as expressing yourself but now you find yourself that you're completely content into where you are but at the same time you lack any kind of uh sociability Right, and and it's actually not the sociability that I'm that I'm frustrated by. I mean, listen, when I you know when I do go out into the world, I'm kind of I'm generally embarrassed by most human behavior, but I'm actually kind of like I I'm you know I'm ready to go. I'm ready for another reality. I'm not ready for another dimension. I'm I'm ready, and yet okay. I'm I mean I'm being definitely kept here. Like a, a quick example, like I'm not a suicidal guy, but a couple years Why? ago. I was cutting vegetables with my beautiful German chef's knife that's like eight inches long. And I just was in my kitchen and I said to whoever was listening, you know, I could stick this in my stomach right now and leave. And a voice said to me, you could try. 
Whoa. Wow. So, and, and, and I've had, I've been in situations where there were cars crashing all around me and I didn't crash, like literally right. physically removed. And I mean, I've been, in, I've been, in, I've been there where there were like fatal car crashes and mine was the only one that didn't crash. Like cars crashed all around me. So and that they, would imply they were coming of right you're protected. Yeah, that yeah, would imply you're protected. But it doesn't make right, and it, but it doesn't make sense because, I, and I listen in my meditations, in my prayers every day. I say, you know, use me. I mean, the worst thing I can imagine is like having to move to Omaha and be a hairdresser or a mortician. But it's like if that's really what I'm supposed to do, so be it. But it's been mm. years now, and I don't get any signs. I don't get any. I don't get any direction, and I have nothing else to do. All right. Well, how do you how do you feel inwardly towards your higher self? I mean, do you communicate with your higher self all the time, or is it only sporadic, yeah. or exactly what? Well, I'm, I'm not sure how I would define higher self, but I mean, I don't watch TV, and I don't, you know, I don't gone the world so i mean my entire life uh, much of my life is a dialogue with myself so right well i'm i would i would reference the higher self as being your spiritual being in other words your core self your spirit your spirit rather than your human consciousness which is only your mind right well i would say that that's the part of me that's very uncomfortable you know participating in the world and and I would say that I'm probably living fairly connected to that. I, but you know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, well, yeah, I don't. I, mean, I don't get subjective. a lot of. I don't get a lot of feedback. Okay. So we live in a reality where one of the best ways to identify yourself is you know what's coming, you know what's being reflected back to you, and right. and I, nothing nothing ever reflects back. People just all go away. I mean, like all right. Even people that I try and hire just don't want to work with me. Oh, that's strange. Hmm. And I'm a good guy, and I've got money. I well, mean, you sound it's not like, like a good I'm, guy. It's not like I'm being mean or devious or sinister. I mean, I'm like the nicest guy. I mean, you know, I mean, I've had yoga teachers that I paid their rent before for like ongoing periods of time. I mean, I, I mean, I'm always willing to help someone. Well, let, let's uh, turn the mic over to TJ so, so she can add her thoughts and maybe her perspective. Cool. And maybe she's seeing something a little bit different than, or maybe a wider perspective than I am. Thank TJ? you. TJ, are you there? Are you there? See, I did it again. <laughs> no, 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 no. You can't possibly do that. It's a joke. It's I mean, a joke. She's, she's a host oh, of a radio show. So, I mean, I would hope that she's still there. Hopefully, she I'm hasn't back. been abducted I, by I some alien. I was here listening the whole first. time. My phone uh, went to that little red thing and said back to call. So, can you hear me now, Richard Davis? Yeah, we hear you plainly. Yeah. We hear you plainly now. Okay. I don't know why my phone does that, David, but it does. It's uh, Things are changing rapidly. I work in the cyberspace culture. Uh, David, and I totally invite you to join me because it's a wonderful place if you make it so. And uh, don't go into the dark, drab, you know, hacking areas or, or get into uh, 
the deep, dark conspiracy theories or the world's coming to an end, doom and gloom, but uh, I do my best to do uh, communications with other humans such as yourself. But it sounds like to me that you're like me. You're only here temporarily. You're visiting this planet. And for me, it's healing myself because I do so much work in the other realities, uh, knowing this when I go to sleep. So first of all, I'd like to know, how is your sleep pattern? Do you sleep properly eight hours? Oh, no, my sleep is, I, my sleep is always rotating. So like sometimes I'll sleep at night, sometimes I'll sleep during the day. I sleep well. I sleep well, but I don't sleep consistently. All right. So the first thing, as a life coach, because that's what I am told I am, I wrote books on being a life coach, but that's just because I needed help. We always write about things that we need the most help with because we're all students and teachers. So uh, how do you feel about teaching other people, being on the planet, but about who you are and what you are? Because you haven't written a book yet, have you? Well, not in this lifetime, but no, I, I mean, I have nothing to teach. <laughs> well, surely you do. Anybody that dated those famous people, what about memoirs? Oh, oh yeah, I'm not going to, I mean, listen, I, I shouldn't have even said what I said, but yeah, I mean. No, listen, yeah, good, I mean, David. It shows that you've been out there. You were trying to make a point that. You know, right. what's going on I mean, now. But yeah, my, po my point was that I've lived. I mean, it's not that I'm, like, cowering in the corner. Right. I get that, David. And I had a friend, David, and he was working with Ron Howard and uh, Brian Grazer over there as a producer. He's passed on. Uh, but he he was working in uh, Gematria a lot, and uh, but yet he couldn't get he, – he had that same feeling. So uh, emotions are very important. You have your mental, physical, spiritual, emotional bodies, right, your mental body. And uh, right. you know you're here for a reason, and you know that you're special because you've been in too many positions. Let me ask you this, because I've actually died and gone to the other side a couple of times. How about you? Any near-death experiences that you – I mean, sure, yeah, you I, got an epiphany. Yeah, I had a – I mean, I almost died a couple of years ago. I, I – got some kind of lung infection. I was actually up in San Francisco staying at a, a great hotel. And luckily it was a great hotel with a great suite. And I got really sick really quick and I didn't get medical help. And I had a, like a, a being show up and I asked it if it was the angel of death and it said, no, not with me. And I said, you know, and so anyway, I had this, you know, and all I did was like drink vodka for like five days in this hotel room and I couldn't breathe. And then it kind of, it passed. So, I mean, that's like the closest I've come. Well, let me ask you, were you a dancer, singer, songwriter? What did you do in Hollywood that you feel like is in the past that is no more? What is that part of you? Well, I was originally an actor and then I became a, and then it turns out that I was a better writer. So I, I worked as a writer for years. Well, we can still use you, you know. Everybody's doing videos. Uh, my group has a lot of writing class people, teach it, write it, uh, e-books, videos. That's what I do in life. I make spiritual right. entertainment. <laughs> so I invite you to get involved. There's no cost involved. You just get involved and apply yourself with humans. But what we're doing, it, it's called virtual uh, 
I went to the doctor and saw a human form woman and a you know biological woman, and she uh, and as I checked in, they gave me this tablet, and on one of the last screens, it asked if I would mind having a virtual doctor, so to speak, and I said no. And a lot of my friends have gone to virtual doctors, so I would like you to invite to reset. Today is Sunday. I use this as a reset day to reset your reality to reflect today's date and you become more of who you can be to the cyberspace reality because this is the place we're moving into. Cyberspace culture is real and this is where we're all moving our avatars into. Have You, uh, you should probably remember movies. You saw Avatar, the new one's coming out. Uh, what kind of movies did you like? in the past. Well, I mean, that's the irony is that I was a screenwriter and I hate movies. So it's kind of, um, Oh no. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Okay. Well then what kind of screen, uh, writing did you do? Do you have a certain genre? No, I wrote, did you know? Well, I wrote movies. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could write anything. I could write anything. I, I oh, was a wow. ghostwriter and, and I, and I, and I wrote a couple of spec scripts and, I, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it's all just, I mean, the whole, the whole thing is just such a bizarre game. No, I'm, and I'm aware of the, I mean, I guess, I think you've answered my question inadvertently, indirectly, because I guess the answer is I've made a choice that I'm not going to participate in, in the cyber world. Oh. And you're right. That's, that's where everything's going. And so, I mean, I guess if that's my choice, that I am cut off and I just have to deal with that. And, and I've never really looked at it like as a black and white thing, but I think it may be. Well, we're, we have human form. We're called biologicals. And you of all people, I would love to be you right now, living where you are in the way you're living and knowing the people you know. And see, I want to be a screenwriter, so I could love having you as a coach uh, because Richard and I both write and you have the skills to teach us things or to look at what we're doing. While we help people as mystics or oracles or, you know, tarot readers or spiritual counseling, yet it's, it's something that I feel like needs to be in cyberspace culture. Everything that you're doing and you know, but we don't have enough people to help us connect the dots. Does that make sense? It does, but I, I don't. I honestly listen. I, I don't. None of my life is calculated. I, I don't. I've, I'm very much a, a person who believes in fate, at least for myself. I mean, n none of it was ever planned. None. I didn't plan going to New York. I didn't plan my success. I didn't plan on LA. I hated California. And I never planned any of it at all. It all seemed like I was just connecting dots on a puzzle that was laid out for me. Wow, what a story. Just think of how many people would have loved to have lived your life and been on your spiritual journey. So many of us are trying to get there because we all want to do what you've done in cyberspace. And I'm not, I'm not making this up. I have people calling me every day how to do this. How do I make videos? How do I, you know, get these books done? How, you know, what's, how do I get my ebook done? So I'm just a, a 
a life coach, so to speak, and a, and a psychic. I was Michael Jackson's psychic, one of many. So, you know, it's not like the universe set you up for Did you, you know, know Michael? Today, but, Did you know uh -huh. Michael? MJ. Huh. Yes, a little yeah, bit. I, I, knew, I, I, knew, I, knew, I knew Michael also. You've personally met him like I did? <laughs> Yeah, I'm not not close, but yeah, we're yeah. I I mean, there's there's certain circles, and and the whole you know, Liza Minnelli, Elizabeth Taylor, Michael Jackson thing is a circle, and there's all these different circles. Wow. Well, I don't understand how you got calling us today. Is do you call Blog Talk every every day or never or all no. the time? No. No. Not. I mean, all right. If I can yeah, interject I just, something. Yeah. I believe, uh, David, that you're ready to transit from 3D to 5D, okay? Um, and because the, the way that you have described things in their happenings, and not only that, feeling cut off, it's not so much that you're cut off, it's rather you're ready to step away. Um, and, of course, you have guides and counselors and, every, and a whole healing team and everything else that are just waiting there for you, you know, in 5D. And that's where you need to be. Um, and I do believe that you have the wherewithal to get there. Uh, you may need uh, some hints here and there. And, uh, you know, hey, it ain't no big deal. I mean, you know, in actuality, you can personify yourself in the fifth dimension when you go to sleep at night, whether it be sleeping at night or whether it be sleeping by the day. And basically, you're going to transit yourself because 5D occurs in the physical reality just as much as 3D does now. The difference being that your, your take on life and your approach and perception of life are a whole lot more different and focused and screened and filtered in a lot more ways than it is presently. All right? Does that make any sense? Yeah. So, you know, you give yourself permission to transit from 3D to 5D. And I think that's um, a union that needs to go on with you and your higher self or you and your spirit, per se. Okay? And it's already ha happening. It just for some reason or other, it's like you've been left out of the conscious loop of it going on. Right. You follow me? I do. But I'm also I'm also aware that, you know, from everything – I mean, I, I, you know, I've studied physics and I've studied spirituality and I understand the term 5D, but I've also seen a lot of people talking about we're, we're going to 5D, we're going to 5D, we're going to 5D, and then, you know, the same people, you know, are claiming that, you know, Hillary Clinton is boiling and eating children. So it's like, wait a second, that, I mean, if there's, I, I don't know exactly, I mean, I think everyone has a different definition of whatever 5D is. And so I don't have a specific definition of what that is. Okay. Well, you could see 5D as being an ascended state of being where there's peace, tranquility. Uh, there is no need to communicate verbally because all it, all it is is intuition and telepathy. Um, it's a state of being two levels or dimensions above where we are now. So it, naturally to get there, you have to transit through 4D or the fourth dimension which the fourth dimension is kind of like, um, well, it's kind of like what you've already done. It's a shunning of the reality of 3D and aspiring towards something that is even greater. And then once you reach 5D, 5D is a perception of unconditional love, 
and a connectedness to source. And that's the crucial difference between 5D and 3D because 3D naturally is all focused outwardly on the material world and 5D is all focused inwardly on unconditional love and being in the flow of creation itself, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Um, yes, I understand it. Well, you know, 5G is a lot like the new spirituality that guides use for spiritual awakening. But Mother Nature has one level, but you are right, David. Uh, five, 5D five is like 5G. It depends on who you talk to because it can be your heaven or hell, you know, depending on the mm -hmm. <laughs> the journey you're right. on and, and how right. you experience and, life. Right, and I have to say that I've met a lot of spiritual people who claim to have spiritual mastery and who claim to have, who've, you know, live in bliss and live in their ascension, and they're, 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 they're living in a reality, but they're living in a reality that I don't want to be a part of. Um, I get that. And I get that a lot. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I mean, these, these people that are just permanently like, oh, my God, I love my God, and God, everything is great. And, like, you know, I've actually had people look me in the face and say, I don't believe in anything negative. I'm like, what about that person laying in the street who, who can't exactly. afford to eat? That's well, not that's negative? logic and realness. Well, they're still in this reality, psychologically, uh, with reasoning, you get where this is the overkill that I think a lot of what you call that Hollywood stuff, you don't, you know, if you tried to put behind you, is the fact that there's something about us that tends to mm, go too far one way. So that needs to be balanced, and I'm sure you've learned that. Don't judge us right. all in the woo-woo because of some that are so far in the woo-woo, they won't come back to reality. Because <laughs> I get right. trapped no. with that a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, I absolutely. <laughs> some no, of I, but, are but pretty I, grounded. <laughs> I, I agree, and I that, that, and that's why I called. That's why because I heard you both talking. I was like, huh, they're 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 interesting and thoughtful and soulful. And, and, and I was interested in what, how the conversation would unfold. That's why I called. Nice, David. Cool. But how did you hear us? Where, where did you hear us? Where did well, you I'm blog talk. us out there? No, I, I, was on, I was just scanning through blog talk, and I was like, you know, spirituality. And then I, I wasn't, you know, your show, I, I looked like it was like a half hour in. And, and um, yeah, and I just, you know, I was like, I kind of liked, I kind of, you know, I, I liked what you were saying, but I also, like I said, it, it was, it was intelligent and thoughtful and considered and, and yeah, so that was, that was what, you know, drew well, me. Like, for me instance, make Richard feel good, huh, Richard? <laughs> this is the first time, David, we worked together. That's why we kept walking over each other. Oh, this is our first time. Well, yeah, this is our first time. So I think it's good to I think it's a good team. Um, so, yeah, like the last time I listened to a blog talk program, this woman was calling a psychic and she was crying her eyes out. She couldn't pay her rent. She, you know, she was, she'd already given up her cat. She, you know, she didn't, she, you know, she was going to lose her car. And her whole hell, her whole life was hell in a handbasket, right? And she tells all this and she's literally crying when she tells this to the psychic. And the psychic says, 
Well, you need to go out and find money management courses because your problem is you don't know how to manage your money. And I was so angry that I almost called in to blast the hell out of the psychic. But then I was like, yeah, I don't know. That that never works for me. I've I've been blasting people for years, and it always kind of blows back in my face. And most people don't want to hear it anyway. Yeah, but anyway, the good stuff. David, you're real well, good at this. Why don't you have your own both... show? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we are both very genuine and transparent. You know what I'm saying? We're just very down-to-earth right. folk trying to help steer people that are having questions, whether it be spiritually based or whether it be psychically based, whether it be universally based, whatever it happens to be. And just by sheer chance or maybe the fact being that that you are led to us to listen in so that in turn we in turn would get to know you so yeah you seem to be at a state of stasis in other words uh, such a progressive change that is going on around you and within you to the degree that you feel like it's absolutely static right if that makes any sense yeah no i um well, I'd like to get to know you. Uh, you want to yeah, take definitely. a couple more calls? David? Yeah, go ahead and take your yeah. calls. Go ahead and take your calls. I've got your, your information, all your names and everything is on the blog talk page. So I'll, I'll reach out. Thanks. All right. Well, well enjoy you your come evening. Back and, and, yeah. Yes. Yes, enjoy your evening. Please, and uh, basically, definitely do reach out and, and contact us, definitely. Yeah, we're we would certainly enjoy some further interaction. David, all right, thank you so much for your time. And, Rich, all right, David. And, yeah. Me and Richard are making a club, ACO club, online. For people like me and you, and, and hopefully we can all meet one day. We hope to make it where we can meet once a year. But would you be interested okay. in helping a spiritual, metaphysical, everything, but without so much woo-woo? <laughs> I, I'm open to it, yes. I'm open to it, yes. You think about it. Sounds great. All right. So thank you for your time and, and everything. I really appreciate it. It was nice to connect and, and all blessings, and I will, I will reach out. Thank all right. You. We appreciate right. you. Thanks. Ciao for now. Okay. 720. Hi. This is woo, TJ Marcy T Radio. That was David Hi. of California, very sweet person. Uh, hopefully he'll be part of our group. We are forming an ACO club today, and it seems to be working. We didn't advertise it, but 720, are, where are you located, in California? Yes, I am. No, from Colorado. Uh, I'm from Colorado. Okay, what, yeah. um, what, what I'm sorry, I missed the question. Did you ask where I'm calling from or what am I calling for? Hello? I, I, yes. I'm not here. Your first name would be good. Oh, my You're name is Randy. You're kind of in and out, TJ. I'm not sure what that's all about. Okay, you take her first, Richard. Well, greetings. And to who do we have the pleasure of speaking to? Hi, my name is Randy. I'm from Colorado. Okay. And, and you yeah, I'm calling um, because um, I just wanted to know, I my children got a free trip to go overseas for a teen tour this summer, and I'm just 
I don't know. I'm like wishy washy whether or not to send them or not. Well, we're recorded. not really we're not really doing psychic readings per se. Okay. We are offering spiritual advice, okay? And of course, if I was a mother in your shoes with a kid, kid kids about to take a, a trip overseas to Europe or whatever, um, naturally you're going to be very circumspect because of the stupid pandemic still going on. Some borders are yeah. closed, some borders are open. Uh, some of them are requiring all kinds of CDC conditions, uh, somewhat more strenuous than we do here in the States. Others are much more lax than we are. So, yeah, of course, you have to consider the endangerment factor in there, which never used to be there. You know what I'm saying? The endangerment yeah. factor previously was, you know, okay, well, are they going to be escorted? And if so, how many adults are going to be present? And, you know, are they going to be, you know, kept as a group? Because naturally you're, you're a lot stronger in number as a group doing things together than you are if you break off and only be one or five or, or ten or people like that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah you have like all, the these, people, all these traditional concerns. Like have, yeah, I feel like they have, like, good supervision. It's a good program. Actually, it's free. They got it for free. They got a scholarship. So it's like, how lucky am I to, to get that? And they were supposed to go last year, but then um, they canceled it. So this, I don't know if it's even, they're just going to decide um, next month whether or not it's still even going to go on. But well, yeah, I'm I mean, like, well, I think you're anxious. And if they get COVID and they're overseas, I'm going to freak out. <laughs> I'm like, I just, I, I just want them to be with me. Like part of me just wants them to be with me, but like, this is like a huge, this is a huge opportunity. So well, how old are they? They're going to be 18 this summer. Okay. So they're, they're very close to emerging as adults or coming out of yes. the cocoon into, into butterflies, basically speaking. Correct. Well, I guess you could always inquire and ask, you know, that, hello, you're expressing concerns because of COVID conditions, and if there might by chance be a way in which you could also transit with them. I mean, after all, it doesn't hurt to ask. The only, the only stupid questions are one never asked, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that, oh, would, yeah. that would placate all of your concerns because then you'd be joining on the spot and you'd be part of the group and you'd be right with them. So, you see then you wouldn't have all the concerns of being left out and in the dark and not knowing what's going on and having to rely on international phone calls and all this kind of craziness. And like you said, you know, the COVID thing, I don't know. You can look at COVID from 50 different ways. Uh, some say that it's just a big hassle and a big scam, but yet at the same time you have all the people that have died from it and all this kind of stuff. So you're kind of cut in the middle with all kinds of swords and spears facing at you. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> um, you, you know, you, you have to deal with reality as it presents itself. All right. So I would definitely look into the the possible opportunity that you might well be able to accompany them, and that would allay your, all your fears. You see what I'm saying? I and then of course you have. To... I can't go with them because it's too expensive. <laughs> well, I yeah. mean, would they would they also provide possible you know accommodations no. for you on your behalf? No. So no. in other words, this is strictly. <laughs> This is strictly a thing where they have to travel. All right. Well, then, of course, my best. This is for the the teenagers. Yeah. Right. Well, my best advice would be my best advice would be this. Okay. Take it day by day and see if, in fact, it actually pans out or if, in fact, it gets canceled once again. Because, unfortunately, this pandemic is alive and well. And, of course, the majority of the world are taking it very, very seriously. And as they, they very well should, you know. 
simply because, you know, we have all, we have all these deaths all over the world, you know what I'm saying? And some have gone to full lockdown and others have gone to uh, other phases and so on and so forth. And of course, unfortunately, none of the countries of the world are in full agreement as to how this thing should be treated. So with that said, uh, I know I'm not really allaying your fears. And of course, you're going to remain anxious <laughs> yeah, to see so if sad. in fact, if in fact, you know, it, it pans out or not. Um, and like I said, my best advice would be neither to project it happening nor not happening, but rather to be neutral in the middle of it. And therefore, when it does come to happen, you're not anxious and you're not overly concerned other than, of course, you, I mean, you can't very well walk away from being the mother yar, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they're also about <laughs> to turn 18 and they're amongst their peers and they're well supervised and so forth. So if it does yeah. go forth, then I think you are worrying excessively. You see what I'm saying? I am. I am worrying excessively. It's true. And you need to. Tr- and what you could also do is is uh, reach out to the leadership and get more confirmation, you know, by the leadership of exactly, you know, how well escorted they're going to be and exactly where they're going to visit and exactly what kind of itinerary they have and everything else. Because I mean, as mm-hmm. a parent, naturally, you're entitled to make those kind of inquiries, and I'm sure they would welcome them. Right. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, is there anything else we can we can help you with or address? I mean, after all, our topic is spiritual, spirituality and tranquility. And of course, I guess I guess if I had to ask a spiritual question, I find okay. that like like uh, every job that I have, I'm paired mm-hmm. up with somebody who's really mean <laughs> and just not nice. And I don't know why, because I'm a nice person. <laughs> so I'm like, I think. What? What is it that I have to learn that I'm like always with these mean people? (laughs) Okay. All right. You may well be used as a catalyst of change. All right. In other words, if all of a sudden you find yourself surrounded by mean people and you're a very positive person, you're actually reflecting a example to the mean people of what they should be instead of what they are. All right. And then of Mm -hmm. course, to on the opposite side, they're reflecting back to you what you would never, ever prefer to become, for a thing. So basically, when you're presented with negativity, of course, the best thing to do is to ground, center, and step back so that the projected negativity goes by you instead of colliding directly with you. Does that help? Well, yeah. I'm an empath, so I feel like I'm... Oh, goodness. Then you need to put your shields up, darling. You need to put your shields up. Because I can't walk into a hospital without seeing spirits of the dead and, and having 15,000 people all climb on me and wanting, you know, this kind of attention and that kind of attention and all this kind of thing. So the way I deal with that situation is to put me shields up while I'm in the parking lot. I ground and I center and I carve forth shields of St. Michael and St. Raphael and, of course, the Holy Spirit and God and, and, and Goddess and whatever else, you know, whatever your your, your, your worship or any kind mm-hmm. of deification that you identify with, of course, you would summons before you enter that situation. Well, of course, right. you can do the same thing with work. You know what I'm saying? You can project nothing but positivity at work. In other words, you can say, well, today I am going to have a beautiful day, and there's not going to be any arguing, and there's not going to be any negativity, because I won't allow it to be my reality. And you will find if you do this consistently, what will end up happening is the most negative people that tend to confront you will actually be pushed away from you. And because they're being pushed, 
the conflict won't so. be allowed to transpire. <laughs> well, again, yeah. you see, it's a practice of perception, okay? Before I go into the hospital, I put shields up and say, okay, I am surrounded by gold, white, purple, blue, and green light, okay? And that addresses all of the different spectrums of, and colors and what they mean significantly. Of course, the white light is, is divinity. The blue light is calmness and serenity. The green light is healing so that projected outwardly, these people are met with healing, okay? As well as anything they would project towards me as an empath, it is automatically healed before it reaches me, okay? Then, mm-hmm. of course, you know, you know, purple light, of course, is spirituality, okay? So you want to become an embodiment of spirituality. In other words, if they are trying to darken your light by consistently bombarding you with negativity, then all you got to do is call more light for it. Okay. Because you, you, they can't put out a light that's too bright for them to handle. And you'll be surprised. They'll be repulsed by your light. Okay. All right. TJ, you there? That. Yeah, can you hear me? Thank you. Yeah, we can hear you. Can you sort hear of, kind of. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, anyway, our guest is this lovely Randy from Colorado. Thank you. My daughter came to the door. Oh, you can hear me now? Yes. Hello? I can hear you. Good. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, I hear you fine, TJ. Uh, okay, now I can hear you. Can okay. Anyway, um, is it is this your first time you've called into this show? I I, I didn't hear your anything. Uh, Her name is Randy, Randy, and she's from Colorado. I don't Randy from calling into this show. Yeah, I don't know Do if I, I called into this show before. Yeah, it, I don't recognize you, Randy, but uh, I didn't get to hear anything uh, until. Uh, uh, when I came on, he was talking to you, and you were asking a mystical question, or felt like you should ask a spiritual question. So whatever you guys were talking about, apparently, I didn't need to know about. <laughs> oh, how odd! So, all right. So, oh well, spirit works in mystical ways. Yeah. So, uh, regarding your uh, expression and, and what made you call in today. Uh, we appreciate you being part of our show. You know this is a live call-in, so most people are familiar with my show uh, on Sundays and spirituality. But uh, if there's anything we can help you with on a spiritual nature, uh, feel free to uh, let me know. I, I usually do tarot cards, but I don't do them usually on Sundays. It's just more of a talking conversation of uh, you know the religious ministry or unexplained. <laughs> So is there any part of you that you've had anything uh, happen to you lately that the people that are listening would enjoy knowing about or any insight or we do do many readings, like many questions, but anything on your mind? Well, I had, I had still here. Yeah. Okay. Hello. Sound check. Hello. <laughs> Randy, you hear me, are you Yeah, I hear you fine, TJ. Is Randy still with us or has she departed or what? Randy, are you still there? TJ, anything going on for you then? 
Hello? Wow, there's some weird stuff going on. Can you hear me now? I hear you just fine. I'm wondering if Randy actually hung up or exactly what's going on with that. No, uh, she hung up. Oh, okay. Well, see, I didn't even hear hear her disconnect. It was like all of a sudden there was dead air for a minute. Uh, so the board shows me who calls and all that, but right, she was I know, talking. I know how it's run. Yeah, yeah, she was talking and it dropped off. She was in the middle of okay. air speech. So, but if she, as long as you helped her, that's good. And so uh, we oh, didn't yeah. know we were going to help people today, but uh, I talked to others. But you know, we're that's just okay. going with it's the flow. Be, that's right, go with the flow. So. Oh, as we build this, uh, David seemed to think we were a good couple, but, uh, you know, folks, yes. it, we've got well, to get I'm sure we'll hear going. from David. I'm yeah. sure we'll definitely and, hear from David. I don't know that. Well, he he, he seemed like a very good soul. So, um, yes, definitely. Richard, what we need to do is we usually on the hour, I want to mention why we're here and what we're doing to try not That's make fine. the same mistake. So. Okay. You know, folks, uh, we need to talk about what Richard and I, if we're going to show up on Sundays and keep this going, is a Spiritual Sunday is just a, you know, a good conversation roundtable uh, discussion. Of course, usually the first hour we do like a, a mission memory or a, a certain topic that's been out there that's spiritual for all of our people. And our people are mystics, oracles, psychics, sages, seers, shaman. And then we also have authors and artists, uh, visual performing artists, and uh, we draw a certain crowd. But then uh, all of us in our club, we can help others. Uh, we tip them as life coaches and consultants and uh, caregivers. And so I run a company called American Communications Online for communications now in this virtual world. And all my people that worked with me all these years uh, since I got off the road as a truck driver coast to coast, I was always a psychic. I could walk into a truck stop and people would say, you're a psychic. And automatically know just looking at me. And I really don't know how because I don't know how people can tell. But people told me they could tell. So Vibration I, and frequency, TJ. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't get it. But uh, so it was always something that I'm covered with. And uh so while uh, you can't see me, I think it's fun to come and do a show. And uh, I've always loved my Ascension books, and I've written quite a few. And Richard's working on his books for the Ascension Age. And this is an epoch, uh, epoch in time where we're all working on who we are and what we're doing on the planet. So we invite you to join us and like us and uh Help us here on Blog Talk uh, on the outside. It'll always be under TJ Morris ET Radio. You can call it Extraterrestrial or Entertainment Tonight, but I was named by Dirk Vanderplug as a brand when he had me writing for UFO Digest. And then we've got this ACO Club that I've put Richard's name out on YouTube under ACO Club if you'd like to look it up. So RT Knight, Richard T. Knight. And uh, hopefully we're going to grow this ascension spiritual tranquility together and uh, hopefully build us a nonprofit for our Ascension Church Ohana, which is really a mystery and metaphysical type of church. I don't want to claim any type of one religion, if you guys don't mind, under Ascension, because it's 
really more of a philosophy that you believe your soul is immortal and you're raising from uh, the five levels, they say, here at the planet. But, you know, in the old Jewish Kabbalah, they have five levels of the soul as well. I don't know if any of you study that, but it's a lot of fun to study what other people have journeyed on and written about. And uh, you can find your own way. And I believe we're all on a life path. Now, Richard, let's talk about the spiritual journey and why ascension, spiritual tranquility today of all days. Uh, some people just tune into, like you said, the vibration and the frequency. So you want to talk about the virtual mystery of why people cross paths? Because I find that very curious that you and I are working together today. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, this, this probably would be most useful information to the general audience as well. All right. I do believe, based upon the philosophy and conversations and experiences of Sylvia Brown, a very well-known, world-renowned psychic who used to use, actually lived in my neighborhood, so it was surprising that when she founded her original church, that uh, we didn't run into each other physically. But anyway, she saw things from the perspective that as spirit beings, okay, we come to like um, a table of agreement on the other side. Now, when I say the other side, that's to denote that there's a difference that we are in pure spirit form and as, as compared to this side where we're in physical form as well as spiritual beings, okay? Anyway, we come to this place where there's all kinds of counselors and ascended masters and all kinds of different people from all kinds of different perspectives and everything else. And on this table is basically laid out a lifelong corridor of all kinds of experiences and all kinds of undertakings. And also amongst the various perspectives and so forth that are presented are pictures of given individuals. And underneath the pictures, we determine a date and a time and a place that we will, in fact, meet those persons when we actually come into physical incarnation. Now, of course, we have no way of knowing on a conscious level that this is about to transpire, and a heck, that would take the fun out of it if, if we did know. So anyway, it's kind of like a wheel of fortune, you could say, and you go through life, and in turn, you meet different people at different times, in different places, totally unexpectedly, and some you instantaneously know just by looking at them, or just by hearing their voice, that in fact, you have known this person for a very long time, even though you know for a fact, this is the first time you've ever heard of them, okay? And so these are all piled back to our contracts, as Sylvia would say, because basically when you're in spirit form, you feel completely invincible. So you sign up for all kinds of crazy experiences down here on earth, and you have no earthly idea as to exactly what you're signing up for, but you don't care because you consider yourself to be invincible. Well, you get down here, and all of a sudden you say, oh, geez, why did I sign up to experience cancer? And you find out that you've got cancer, and you have to go through all the trips and pray and all these other kinds of things regarding cancer. And, of course, during the contract, you also may have several exit points. Now, these are points in which you would find yourself at a doorway where basically you have a given choice as to whether or not you want to go home or not. And of course I say home, again, alluding to the other side or what I call spiritual reality and the pure, purest essence of conscious energy and not a physical form of any kind, which I denote here in the third dimension or the 3D world or on earth 
Okay? So, therefore, you can follow along what I'm referring to. So, again, it falls back to this contract table where we've signed up for all these different experiences, and we've also signed up hither, thither, and there to meet certain people at certain points in our lives in certain circumstances. And, of course, like I said, we have no conscious knowledge that this is about to transpire. Instead, it basically all unfolds before us, whether it be by radio, whether it be in person, whether it be by phone, whether it be by circumstance of having to attend by attending the same meeting in the same place at the same time, or if, in fact, you go to meet someone and you all of a sudden recognize the house they're living in and you get what you call a deja vu moment in which you feel like you've already been there before, open the door and you can already describe the inside of the house as though you've already been to visit. Now, of course, you play into that astral projection and on an astral plane basis, Yes, we all meet each other consistently on a regular basis while we're sleeping. But of course, here again, we have, for the most part, there is no conscious knowledge of our astrally projecting to another person at another place in time, whether it be on the earth or on the astral plane itself. So there are no freak coincidences, and I don't believe in chance, and I don't believe in fate, and I don't believe in destiny. The reason being that if you are a spiritual being and you are fully awake, you have the opportunity to change any and all of these, okay? So there is no freak meeting, okay? And there is no, um, I won't go as far as to say that everything happens in its appointed time, even though from a grander perspective, one could say that, yes, everybody's in the right place at the right time for the right reason. Though oftentimes, we may not have the conscious awareness as to exactly why we're there or why we have to undertake this experience or that experience. And I think for a large part, a great deal of it falls back to having a spiritual contract before we actually become earthlings. So I hope that expresses a great deal of understanding in a lot of perspectives from a lot of different areas and so on and so forth. So when it comes to you and all meeting and interacting, you know, yeah. TJ, this is, this has been pre-appointed, you could say. That's interesting. Cause I pretty much go with synchronicities and, um, people synergistically involved, synergistically, and having been that I've discovered more as a human being on this planet about other parts of me that didn't exist, I didn't know about, I wonder if everything is uh, predestined. But now, following the way I was brought up, I don't know because of the programming that most of us, at least over here in North America, are given as Christians. And I'm a Christian mystic type because of that's the education I got growing up was uh, not the mystic part, <laughs> but the Southern Baptist part, and this, you know, but right wing Republican type stuff. But my dad was a, a Democrat. Mother was no. My mother was a Democrat. My dad was Republican. But you know, in today's world, there's so many ways to separate you, and I don't know that any one path is right. So the spiritual journey was the only one that seemed to keep me interested. Was the spiritual, which was the mysteries, always searching for something that seemed just cor the information, uh, wanting education, wanting knowledge, wanting the knowing of how things are and all that. So, uh, you know, it was that 
energy that I didn't know about, and I too followed uh, Miss Sylvia Brown and some of her books. And you know, some people liked her and some didn't. Some believed she was a real psychic, some didn't. But the thing was, she helped people, and I think she had a good heart. And she has some books through. Uh, well, they're in my room, actually. They look brand new when I got them in Tampa when my daughter was dying. And, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of death and dying. And I want to believe that this is just a temporary place like a virtual reality. Yet the children, Richard, that are growing up in this reality we've created in cyberspace, the gaming and entertainment is a huge industry. It's not going to go away, folks. It's only going to get more. So... And, you know, Hollywood, there's nothing wrong with the way – if you look at the history of America and Hollywood, they sort of go together. And all the way back to all the people that had money and then Rockefeller helping during the World War and all that. But I believe a little differently probably than Richard, but that's okay because each one of us is unique part of the Godhead or a shard of the mirror that we all project each other. So Richard and I are going to learn hopefully to talk with each other. So I hope you guys will give us a chance. And I had invited Suzanne to come back on Thursdays to help people as well. And uh, Richard, do you think you may want to do Wednesday or did you say Saturday? I can do any day at any time we so choose to to appoint. <laughs> well, uh, I'm completely open and flexible. Well, a lot, you know, we have a, a world in the 3D reality, and uh, right. people reach us here because they have paid, you know, for our cell phone or a way to listen to us on Wi-Fi, and we never know who out there is listening. A lot of them don't just call in and show up. But well, that's true. I'm, I would think if you'll agree to disagree with me, that's the way I've had some other people that were we were both totally in accordance on the same page. But others, it's sort of like if I play the piano and you play the piano, you can play the bass notes, I play treble, or you play one side of the piano, I play the other, or black notes versus white notes. But there's always dualistic, and there's always two sides, at least here with the sun and the moon, or night and a day, and sure. a black and a white. But we have all the – well, one thing I'd like to say today, Richard, is get across to people that this isn't about race. In the no. uniqueness of each one of us, well, when we come down here, or wherever you think, maybe up here for some people, <laughs> when you hit this ball <laughs> that's spinning through <laughs> this huge place in space, and our, you know we go boom. And I know when I hit my body when I died, I came in whoosh, and it, you know, I came up off the gurney. But I was an adult when I had my fourth daughter and died and came back in my body. But <clears throat> I usually work with people that, <laughs> excuse me, I've got to swallow. Mm. I like to work with people that are building. They're co-creators. They know they're a creator. <laughs> they know they're here to help. And they're part of the group that's helping us ascend. So my key word, and I got that from Thor's lightning that hit the ground, <laughs> split a tree, didn't give me a hammer, damn it, but... <laughs> Shouldn't say that word, so. <laughs> especially on Sunday. <laughs> but I will do my best to keep us uh, vigilant that we can share some time, yeah. Richard. Wednesdays and Sundays in my country, folks. I don't know how many countries we've got anymore. They've been making so many new ones. Uh, 
I think there's 189 in the International Monetary Fund, but uh, globally, I'm doing all I can to put some educational videos out there for you to give you an idea of who I am and what I'm trying to create with others. But Richard liked one of my brands and called me on, from LinkedIn, and he and I uh, did a couple of shows for uh, Janet, which y'all know she's been with me on this show for years and years. Mm. And she's taking a, a, a hiatus uh, off for this month. <laughs> she may return next uh, month. But she's working on some new books and some new websites and videos. And Richard and I will be. But this was our first day. And I think, Richard, we did pretty good. But I just want you to be okay with the fact that you may, like, I use the word soul and spirit separately than you do, but also different than Tommy. So, I think of my soul like an oversoul, but also um, that was like Jane Roberts, one of the first things I read about an oversoul, <clears throat> but channeling your higher self. And then in Hollywood, they say channeling and reading. Read, they use a lot of terms. <clears throat> but uh, it, it'll be okay, Richard, won't it? Because we can set up our own dictionary or Wikipedia or uh, wiki, well, sure. folks, because sure. there's plenty of them out there. Well, let's do let's do Wednesdays for mini readings, if that's okay with you, okay? Okay. And then we'll do we'll do Saturday for the metaphysical world, and then we'll do Sunday for the spiritual world. Well, most people think they're all the same thing. <laughs> well, you know that's you know you know people look at a glass of water and it's either half full or it's half empty. You know. It's all well, in, it's okay. all uh, it's all a matter of your cup of tea, okay? So we'll go into uh, let, let's say that we address on Saturday hauntings, ghost adventures, uh, solutions to hauntings, solutions to releasing spirits, and that kind of thing, and focus from that perspective. And then on Sunday, just save it for purely spiritual and tranquility. And so you could say that we're helping people with some mini insights on Wednesdays. Okay, to the reality, whatever the questions happen well, to be. be Wednesdays, Wednesdays was my women day, but it can be generic because Jenny hasn't committed well, to Well, whatever you want to do, if you want day. to do, you, you know better than I what your schedule is. I don't have any idea what you've got scheduled when, you know what I'm saying? So if you toss out what's <laughs> available, then, then we can just set the parameters from there. Well, I think we did pretty good with people we didn't know, but I just went ahead and opened the I lost a few people, to be honest with you, but that's okay. They'll either go to another well, yeah, show I mean, or come know. back by visit. And uh, sorry if I missed you folks, but uh, this will be a good live recording. And David and uh, I guess anybody else that called in can come back and hear their story, how they fit in and what they can do to help us and how we can help them. It's a give and take with yep. all students and teachers. Is there any one thing, Richard, that you would like to be known for uh, starting today as the original day you and I are starting this together? Something well, you want to be known I, for? Hmm. Any one given topic, any one given area of expertise or exactly yeah, to what are you asking? That you, yeah, because it's the first day. You'll never get this day back again with me True. or the world or the universe. Yes. And, uh, well, I you mean, know, make it special the, for you. I am in the process you know of becoming, in a, becoming a lot of different things from a lot of different perspectives, from a lot of different paths and traditions. 
And I think the main thing that I am here is I am a celestial healer. Okay, that means that I heal an entire planet. All right. Now, that's quite the thing to say. And yes, it's very overwhelming for me as a given individual still. But the main thing is that I am here to help others in whatever means, by whatever means, and by whatever happenstance it happens to be. Okay? I, I, I have a very uh, empathic heart, and I am a very enriching and um, enticing spirit in regards to helping other people find the way out of the cloudy murkiness of the path that may be before them so that they can find the light within them. So how's that? <laughs> You're still there. Yeah, I'm still here. I'm still okay. here. Yeah, I think that will be good. Uh, and folks, we may in the first hour discuss the topic. Uh, people listen and they hear you, like David said, they hear your tone. And, you know, that you're trying to help people. And, and they may want to be a part of it and add, you know, uh, or ask, you know, how our feel uh, to get feedback. Like he said, just to get feedback sometimes is good. Sure. You know, and get a support. And a lot of life coach counselors do that, folks. It's not a bad thing to have a life coach to help you get from point A to point B. And sometimes searching on Google is the easiest way to do that or go on YouTube. And Microsoft owning Skype, we use Skype to communicate with each other. And a lot of people are supporting Vimeo now and uh, other other things besides YouTube. There's BitChute and Library. But the uh, the universe has offered us cyberspace culture. And now it's going to be about splintering into, like, educational uh, pathways, uh, medical pathways, corporate pathways, because now we're all entangled, and it actually began in an educational type of uh, communication. I needed it to get in touch with my people from Hawaii back uh, when the government was just installing from Wayne to Microsoft in Hawaii, but I needed it to communicate with my offices in California and New York and Dallas and, you know, see what my stock was in Atlanta, Georgia. So, I can see the potential for this space, and I had um, done an eco expo, and we're doing a, a new network, and people want to be a part of the World Information Network. So, in a way, you know, when you think and visualize something that you need, you know, we're not supposed to have needs, wants, and desires in this reality if we're truly blissful. But, you know, of course, if we're having food, clothing, shelter met. But, you know, logically, why are we here? And that's supposed to be your soul journey or your spiritual journey. And uh, Richard and I will do our best to come up with some best definitions and maybe write our own words. Uh, it may take a while. And also a directory of people that we may can refer you to uh, because in my group from years ago, I said we would do that. People you could trust that we know to refer you to. How do you feel about that, Richard? Sure. I don't have any problems with that. You know what I'm that. saying? Yep. Yeah, the best people to do this or that. And the exactly, experts in their own fields, you know. That are basically yeah. being qualified and, qualified and quantified as being the real genuine article and not something that, you know, would be perverse in any way or mislead you in any way or take your money and run, as is often the case, unfortunately, with a lot of psychics and other personalities. Um, not that I'm naysaying anyone because I do believe that there are 
thousands of psychics out there, just as there are genuine astrologers and genuine uh, healers and genuine empaths and genuine spiritualists and genuine metaphysicians and all these different kinds of things. Uh, the, the thing of it is, is that they all need to come together and form a community because basically uh, what we're about to go through on a planetary basis uh, may be quite strange in regards to ever having experienced it before. So if we have a stable community that will support thousands or even hundreds of thousands of people at large by supporting them in all kinds of different ways and giving referrals to them so that they can find the answers to questions and situations they may be undergoing, that would be utterly fantastic. And most assuredly, probably at first, especially ever based on cyberspace. Well, I think I may leave Fridays for ufology uh, and alienology so we can discuss those of other universes or even in our solar system or other planets. Um, and a lot of people, extra biological entities, they ask questions they may have not had our expertise in working with the government or as government contractors. But we do have a group of people, mostly they're uh, people that I know or they uh, – some of them are coming out, and we have a lot of people that have been working uh, a lot in the military that have gotten out, and they have skills now, and they'd like to use them as well. But many of us do uh, readings and remote viewings and uh, some detective work. Uh, so, you know, it just depends on your expertise. And Richard and I both have a little bit of all. That's one thing that was interesting about us meeting we have a lot of similarities, uh, and but I we're close to the same age, but not quite. <laughs> Two years <laughs> in between. Yes. Now, um, Richard, we've only got 13 minutes left, which I feel like we've been talking. I haven't done two hours in a while, but it does seem longer when people don't call in. But they weren't expecting us to be here, so we got quite a few for the day crew on a Sunday, and without me putting anything about reading, so. I just turned them on because they know that that's usually what I do. So, but uh, you know, if you like this time, folks, five to seven, Richard T. Knight. Now, Richard, you want to tell people how they can find you and social media because I'm putting you up on TJMars.us and my ACIR radio and places like that that I already have with your permission. But uh, we've got to decide that. So, do you want to use spiritual spirituality and tranquility Gmail for now? Sure, that'll be great. Well, go ahead and, and also you, out, they so. can reach out to me on both LinkedIn and they can reach out to me on Facebook. Uh, my profile on Facebook is basically a picture of the Archangel Mikael standing, um, just standing holding his sword, which is pointed to the ground. And that's my profile picture. Because from what I understand, there's a lot of Richard Knights out there, surprisingly. Um, Matter of fact, I ran across one that is on Facebook that lives in the UK, and his life is parallel to mine in that he's offering a lot of the same services that I offer as far as uh, guiding people on their own path and, and helping them to ascend and all this kind of good positive stuff. And uh, he probably is going to be shocked and surprised that he exists and I exist and we have never met. So, so are you going to But they also say that or? everybody has a doppelganger, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, there are a lot of people. You may think you have the only name, but you walk into a casino anywhere in the country, which I have, 
after I drove around the country for 10, uh, almost 10 years, but, you know, and it was, uh, everybody would tell me how many, I was like, this, why does it take us a lot? Well, there's a lot of Teresa Morrises. So, you know, names are out there, and a lot of them more so than others, but you wouldn't think people had a lot of Richard T. Nice. Does he have the T, or is it just Richard Nice? He doesn't have a T, so that's why that's why I wanted you to distinguish me today using the using the T that stands for the middle name Thomas. You see. Okay. Well, uh, okay. I've got Richard T. Knight, and that's a good reason to right there. Anything that can help distinguish you in cyberspace in the beginning, but that'll be a big help. And uh, spiritual uh, consultant. Counselor, pastor is the way they like to talk about in the, in the uh, hospitals when we go to bless people or give them their last rites or to get uh, yep. solace to the family. And uh, we've done a lot of Definitely that. Definitely a healer, a Reiki grandmaster in five disciplines of Reiki. Um, so, I mean, you know, things in a lot of different circles, in a lot of different traditions, thousands and thousands of hats, because I, too, am a very, very old soul. And uh, as we go forward, you'll be able to hear the classes that we're going to hopefully give in various uh, disciplines. A lot of people, folks, are going to be teaching that. There's a lot of free open source uh, ways to do it, help yourself, self-help. And my book's on, on Amazon under mysticism, and uh, which is funny, I think. Yeah, I don't call, call myself new age, uh, but uh, Richard's going to be working on uh, at least three books, uh, but he's got one. Uh, you've got your biography almost done, right? Yes, but of course it's, it's not looked biography. upon as my biography because it is actually would be classified almost as science fiction because the, the, the tale that is told is like a cross between Doctor Strange and the Green Lantern because that's the kind of life I've experienced. Yes. Now, down deep, of course, it is, in fact, my biography. But well, we wanted to, we want it categorized as, uh, you know, fiction, not nonfiction. Really? So you're going to do your story as because uh, it's too unbelievable in, in human form. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's there's too many supernatural, paranormal events, uh, psi events, uh, UFO events, all kinds of events that would be normally considered too far out there for a regular human being to encounter. So therefore, yes, it's okay. being done on the auspices of of fiction rather than nonfiction. Okay, based on truth. That's sort of what me and my husband did in our first books, too, because yep. it was really interestingly different from the extraterrestrial world. Well, Richard, with but the last... Uh, I, I also uh, wanted I, to, I also to, want... to produce a suggestion that we could create a show called uh, The Night Tricker, and this would basically be all about paranormal and supernatural events. Perhaps that would be what you would want to, want to launch on a Saturday. I don't know. Again, it depends on your scheduling and what you have already involved and so forth. I will also be coming out with a mini-series of books that are probably going to be, you know, uh, 20, 30 pages long at the very most. And these will ideally uh, give in outline form and in actual event form, uh, drawing the reader into actually supernatural and paranormal events that transpired between myself and numerous entities 
while I resided in New Orleans for 10 years. So those are well, going to be my main night- focus. Yeah, people don't know all the history of your background, but I love the New Orleans stories. And we do need one that has uh, for the stories around the campfire, the uh, uh, vampire, werewolf, uh, bourbon street witches type of stuff, because that's a lot of fun, folks. And, and I mean that in a good intention because it's a spiritual show. But we all do know that everything's not just one way or the other in this reality because we didn't make it that way. And I believe it. How would we know things if we don't experience some reality that we learn that way? So that, you know, why do bad things happen to good people? It's, it's an education. It's to learn what not to do in a soul form, I guess. <laughs> what you don't want to do when you're in a 3D reality and a biological. <laughs> I guess we're teaching our AI before they come here, you know. <laughs> I think we've done this before. <laughs> Listen, do you think uh, the past, present, future all happening like Parallel dimension. Say again. I caught the last part. Do you think the past, present, future is happening in the now? Yes, I, I do. Like parallel, because I've always felt like I, I do that. indeed. Um, simply because the like past naturally gave us the foundation of who we are. The present, of course, gives us the aspect of knowing who we are and how we outlook on the world, and then, of course, the future itself is what we're creating moment by moment. So therefore, yes, in actuality, all three do in fact happen in the now or the now moment, which of course that is the the present expression of most uh, new agers is, you know, you need, to, you need to be now be here, be here now, you know, uh, which was a book that came out back in the 70s actually. But of course that, uh, that whole uh, venue of thought and a uh, way of looking at things is being revamped. The, the, the new wave mo- motion and movement right now is be here in the now. Live in the now moment. In other words, completely disassociate from anything in the past that would hold you back, anything in the present that is attempting to subdue you, or anything in the future that may put a bent in your situation that you might want to avoid. <laughs> Well, I look forward to reading your books and uh, hearing your conversations with other humans in the future. So, well, I have to come up with something if people want to share uh, the dark side, too. Uh, not oh, one yeah. of my favorite things, but uh, I never like to watch scary movies. But uh, science fiction and fantasy, uh, I do love space uh, books, though, anything to do with space and uh, extraterrestrials and UFOs and those that. I believe have always been here that help us grow, but most of the people listening to Sundays want to think more of the angelic extraterrestrial and your oversoul and your guardian angel and all of that. Uh, But at the same time, things do happen on this planet, maybe not other planets, maybe not uh, underground or maybe not over Earth. We don't know. We'll see how we all start having a distinction. This tranquility, though, Sundays are about resetting your day, your week, being good, helping others, and uh, doing your best to think about your own soul. And that this, we're only visiting here, folks. This is a temporary situation. That's the one thing that after you're old enough to start knowing about life, you know, well, maybe children, but uh, we're going to 
keep this to 18 and above, <laughs> just for the safety yes, of uh, virtual reality, in case we say one of those words we shouldn't. And, but uh, hopefully, thinking spiritual tranquility and uh, our thinking church Ohana will become one of the same. But we have a nonprofit number. Whether we get money in the next two or three years to make it real, that will depend on those of you that want to join us and make something happen. And uh, hopefully you'll enjoy what we're doing. Uh, I can be reached at tjmarsagency at gmail.com. It's the easiest. Uh, i make it agency because I've got all these uh, GoDaddy uh, mailboxes. And uh, for different companies, American Communication Online is the main company. But my ministries is the one that sponsors today, Teresa J. Marsh Ministries, because of the spiritual aspects. And we began this 2012 on a Sunday. Well, Richard, it's been a pretty good day with you. I would say that this was a successful show. Do you think it was successful? Oh, most assuredly. I mean, we had unexpected call-ins, which we weren't advertising and we didn't expect at all. And I think we addressed their situations to the best of our ability, positive reviews. And, you know, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. And it's been uh, wonderful in acting in this way. And yes, um, I think it's been very successful. Okay. So shall we close out on a positive note then? Take it away, TJ. TJ, are you there? Yeah, Richard, can you hear me? Is there anything yeah, you'd like? Yeah, I hear you. Go ahead. Anything you'd like to say? Well, what in closing, you... we appreciate. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I want to hear you. In closing, this is the first time. Mm-hmm. In closing, we appreciate all our audience members, no matter where you be, far and wide around the world. We appreciate you all that you've gathered here for this moment in this time and space. And we welcome your your heartfelt comments and your heartfelt experiences to be shared with us at some future point, if not today, perhaps another day. And in turn, we welcome all of you as one family, one race of mankind, all equal. May we all pursue justice, equality, happiness, and bliss on both the spiritual as well as a physical, emotional, mental level so that in turn we all come to a junction of harmony, peace, and the age of Aquarius. All right. This is uh, about... Your ascension, folks, you're all the author of your own life story. So stick with us and enjoy the spiritual journey and uh, know that you're all unique. And it's all about being about yourself inside the bigger picture for all of us sharing unity, believe it or not. So it's all about the in and the out. We all have an inner and an outer peace. And we're going to call that ascension spiritual tranquility tonight. So Love and Light, and Richard, you did great your first show with me, and uh, I'm sure we'll enjoy the future. I plan on it, so good night, Richard. I guess we'll talk to you Wednesday then, 5 to 7. Is that correct? Wednesday. Sounds good with me.
Love and light, dear. All right, everybody. Love and light. Thank you so much. Yes. Good night, everyone.